Hello, welcome to My Camino, the podcast. I'm Dan Mullins. It's great to have you listening, no matter where you are around the world. The download figures are through the roof. I thought we were redlining during COVID when the world was in lockdown, but we've really hit a new level of engagement. So thank you. If you're not a subscriber, jump onto the podcast app on your phone, search My Camino and hit subscribe. You'll automatically receive each episode as it's released each Tuesday night in Australia, early Tuesday in the Northern Hemisphere and early Tuesday in South America. You can also sponsor the podcast. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Dan Mullins or you can go to danmullinsmusic.com and follow the prompts. You might like to sponsor me to the tune of a Cost of a Cafe Con Lecce each week. Patreon.com forward slash Dan Mullins. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Dan Mullins. This is a weekly podcast about the Camino de Santiago, a series of pilgrimages across Europe. Pilgrims walk to the Shrine of St. James in the Spanish city of Santiago de Compostela. If you've been listening for a long time, you'll know I try to bring you varied guests with varied stories. Well, stay tuned because this week is no different. Hola to Carla, one of my listeners in Argentina. Carla sent me a message this week, knowing how much I love a quote. She said, Dan, I love listening every week, but I haven't had a chance to go back through your back catalogue. So I'm not sure if you've used this quote by Confucius, the Chinese philosopher. Hey, Carla, the answer is no. So thank you. Confucius said, if I am walking with two others... Each of them will serve as my teacher. I will pick out the good points of the one and imitate them and the bad points of the other and correct them in myself. If only it was as easy as that. Or perhaps it is. Perhaps it's as easy as listening and learning. Learning and changing. Growing. Embarking on a personal odyssey of discovery. Stepping out your front door on an adventure learning more about what you can give to others, learn from others, and what you can learn about yourself and give to yourself. Of course, there's good and bad in all of us. I suppose the challenge is knowing our faults, working to correct them as best we can, and then trying to be quality people for the ones who love us and need us. Then, one day soon, we'll be back on the Camino de Santiago to share again in the joy of walking and learning from one another. A few weeks back, a post popped up on my social media feeds and I was intrigued. I immediately started opening pages and scrolling through and zooming in on the Jerusalem Way. One of the things I loved most was, as each page loaded, the dove of peace was mid-screen. Basically, you walk from Santiago de Compostela or Finisterre to Jerusalem. Israel and Palestine and Jordan, Syria, Turkey, Greece, Macedonia, Kosovo, Serbia, Croatia, Hungary, Austria, Switzerland, France and Spain. The journey is over 7,500 kilometres. The man behind the website is Johannes Aschauer. He's on the line from Arbing in Austria. Welcome, Pilgrim. Hello. Uh, Kind regards from Austria to Australia. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, it's a long, long, a long, long way, a long, long journey. My first, very first pilgrimage was 2001. So it's 20 years in the past. 
I started a bit in the Camino Santiago, St. James Way. I walked a part in Spain, but just 200 kilometers, not more. And after that, I was thinking maybe once a day to make the whole way in Spain. And two years later, it was in 2003, uh, I decided to start at my home, like like a real pilgrimage to start at home and to try to make the way from, from home to Santiago. It was about 3,000 kilometers. And we started in June of 2003. And after four months, we reached in Santiago and finished there. And it was really, really special for us, like this long way and all the experiences and uh, it was so special. And this was the beginning of my pilgrimages, like I can say, because after that, we made many presentations in the German-speaking areas, like in Austria, like in Swiss land, and like in Germany. And it was seven years, always presentations we built up uh, for St. James, many things here in the heart of Europe. And, but the people, always ask me, wow, you walked so long away, like 3,000 kilometers, and what you do now? And so I was thinking and thinking, and once a day, I had in my soul the feeling Jerusalem, but I will tell you more later. <laughs> so, 2003, you walk from Austria to uh, Santiago, takes you, did you say, four months? Yes, it took four months, and uh, we made every... Sunday, so every seventh day, a rest. This was very important. We walked every day at the middle 30 kilometers, sometimes 40, sometimes 25, but the middle was always plus 30. And the seven days we made a rest. And so at the end in finished there, it was exact 99 days. It was like mm. a special signing for me, a special number in 99 days from the heart of Europe to the end of the world. Wow, that's fantastic. And can I ask you then, I want you to, to, to think back to 2003. Mm -hmm. why, did mm -hmm. you do, why did you do this walk? Hmm. I was a bit inspired of a book of, maybe you know, Paulo Coelho, the famous writer from yes. Brazil. Yes. And uh, I had some private special situation with the relationship and so on. And I was thinking, hmm, I will, I will try to make this way because I really loved the book from him. Uh, and so I was thinking I will go to Spain and to do something for my body, for my spirit, and uh, it was for me not a, a sportive or a kind of this. It was for me like a, a spiritual part. It was like thinking how it will be to walk on this way and what what will I feel on this way and what I will see and maybe it's good for my spirituality. You know, Johannes, um, that was 2003. Then you came back to Austria. You just told us that you thought, hmm, I still need to do something more, and you decided to walk to Jerusalem. Tell us about that journey, um, and I, I'm very, very interested in how you did your research, how you found the way. It, it, it would—I no, don't mm -hmm. know that anyone had ever walked it before. 
yeah, it is a it is a real, real special story for me. Uh, it begins on 18 March of 2006. It is my birthday. Uh, on this day, we had a presentation about the St. James Way in Germany. And on the way back, I was sitting in the car. I know this very special because I wrote a book about this, about the Jerusalem Way and in the introduction, I wrote mm -hmm. this. So I know this really clear. We drove in the car. It was in 2006 and it was a hot day. It was spring, but a hot day. And I drove and then I got the feeling, I got the word Jerusalem in my mind. And then I told to my colleague, to Otto, do you think it's possible to go to Jerusalem? He was a bit sleeping, no answer. And I got in this moment the feeling and maybe one minute at least cold hair on the whole body because, but it was hot in the, in the car. I had cold feeling and all the hairs get up in the body. And then I was thinking, who maybe once a day I will try to walk to Jerusalem. That was all. I didn't hear anything about that. Uh, it was just coming, I don't know, <laughs> from, from anywhere. It was not from me, maybe from my soul. Mm. And it was the beginning. And then after the next years, sometimes I, I forget it. Sometimes I said, yes, I will do because I know that it's really, really difficult and I didn't hear anybody who walked this way. And then I made some research and I found an old book. It was from Germany who a guy, it was a theologic professor. He walked in 1970, so 40 years ago, in three parts, like in three years, from Passau, it's a town on the border to Austria and Germany, from Passau to Jerusalem. But, and he wrote a book about this. It was uh, very, very interesting for me. And he had a good, um, made a good research about the route and so on. But it was, of course, 40 years ago, and there was in many things different, the count, different countries. And uh, I took this as an as a idea for me. And then it was my basic. And then in 2010, I was decided, yes, in this year, I will start. And then I began a research 40 years later with, you know, with Internet, with Wikipedia, <laughs> with all these things, with especially yeah. the roots of St. Paul, the roots of the Crusades, the historical places. And so I put together like a mosaic, the old book and the new informations that we have now. And then I prepared like a basic, just a basic. I didn't prepare it detailed because, you know, it's had 10 countries and it was about 4,500 kilometers and you cannot plan this exact. So I just uh, had on my plan the big cities and all other the way will teach and will show me. <laughs> but that's all very well. But how did you find your way? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like... You can't just... It was a big adventure. I'll bet it was a big it adventure, was, yeah. Yes. But at first, let me tell, uh, I had in my mind the experiences from the St. James Way. So I know, okay, one in my life, I walked 3,000 kilometers, so I can walk. That I know. And the other thing was that I had the feeling that the uh, Jerusalem 
the, the way to Jerusalem is a part of my soul. Wow. And so I had the feeling I'm protected and it, I didn't know the way, but I had the feeling that I can reach the goal, that I can oh. reach Jerusalem. And so I was really, really clear in my, in my mind and in my heart and all other, I was thinking, okay, God will show me the way. And of course we used some maps that we found and in 2010 uh google maps was yes the first smartphones with google map it was not like now but it was a useful thing but the just main roads and so it was it was difficult and so it like how can i say we started in austria and the first target was vienna so we followed the danube and i know our route will go till Belgrade on the Danube. So I had a first red line. It was the Danube from Austria to Belgrade. So this, and then we searched every day a way, a way which was like, uh, it's possible, not on the main street, that's more a bit of calm and so on, uh, or the grass road. And so we come day by day, further, further, we come to Budapest, and then we come to Belgrade. And then thinking, oh, we are in Belgrade, and now we need to leave the Danube because we also followed the ways of St. Paul and the, some places of Mother Teresa, for example. So we go straight down direction through Kosovo, Serbia, Kosovo, North Macedonia, Greece, and then we walked in the Iba Valley. And so every day we, we search a good way and on the weekend, I prepared the next week. So it was always like, always really walking in the moment. Wonderful. And the, the target Jerusalem was really far. And we don't so like, thought about much about the target. It was very important to be as much as possible in the moment. So wow. it was like, we walked one day and we were happy. Wow, we reached this day. We reached the next day, and then we were surprised. Boah, we are, for example, in Serbia. Boah, we are in Kosovo. And so it was like a kind of this. Wow, what a great story. And so tell us about that for arriving in Jerusalem, arriving in the Holy Land. It must have been a wonderful experience. Yes, it was like, uh, how can I explain? We, uh, we had on the way... So many special, special moments. Uh, it was like unbelievable. We, many, many days we said, wow, this moment now, this special historic site, for example, Filippi, Kavala, for example, Troja, for example, Ephesus, and so on, Pergamo, and, and all these famous places. We said, wow, this place is so special. And so once a day, it was December, we walked, uh, we finished Syria. It was about half a year or one year before the war. So we had very luck that yeah. we can cross Syria. It was one month. We walked one month through Syria and we saw all the historical places which are now destroyed. Yeah. We made many pictures and movies about them. Yes, and then we come to Jordan and then we was, it was beginning of December 2010 and I was thinking, who maybe we will grab it. And so really it was like, I can, <laughs> on, it was on 24th December, it was on Christmas. This was like our, our big wish, maybe we grab it. 
and uh, we really grab it and we come on Christmas on 24th December in Bethlehem. It was exactly half year and it was yeah, unbelievable and it's so special feeling to walk all this way till oh. Jerusalem and we come there on Christmas. Oh, wow. What a great story. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. So here you are. You arrive in Jerusalem. You've completed this incredible walk. And then you decide, I need to do more with this experience. I need to do yes. more with what I've lived through, what I've done. I want to share it with other people. And so yes. now the Jerusalem Way is the world's longest pilgrimage route. And you've Correct. established it as an international peace and cultural route. As I said in the introduction, I loved that when I was going through the pages of your website, the Dove of Peace would come mm -hmm. up. And I love that it's all about the sharing of culture, the sharing of peace, and very much a theme of what you do is love. Love is very much a theme of what you do. And you say, yes. you say on your website... The Jerusalem Way brings together different religions, nations, and cultures in an extraordinary peace project and stands for mutual recognition, tolerance, and appreciation of the different ways of life. How? Yes. How does it do that? Yes, uh, let me tell at first that Jerusalem is, of course, the most important site for Christians and for Jews, and it's a holy place for Muslims. So Jerusalem is really like the intersection of religions, but it, it's more. And like also it's very important that uh, the direction. When you walk to Jerusalem, uh, you walk to the... Um, to the light, to the sun, you walk to the east. So it's really different of kind of walk. If you walk the St. James Way, for example, you walk to the west. Mm. This is a kind of sundown. And when you walk to the east, you walk to the sunrise. So it's a symbol of life. That is, was one very special thing. Yes, and the other thing about the, the cultures and the religions, because in this long way, you can get in contact with different people from different cultures, religions, no religions, uh, whatever else. And you can speak with the people and then you see at the end, at the end are all peoples and all people are connected by the heart. So uh, the pilgrimage will give you the opportunity to build bridges, to build bridges between the peoples and the culture. And then you come back to Australia, for example, or to America or to Austria, and say, wow, I had been walking these countries and I had some, some mind from the medias, but it was different. The people gave me great hospitality. The people offered me something. The people helped me. So it's really, really important that you see that. For example, our longest single tray is Turkey. It's about 2,000 kilometers. And Turkey is beside Jordan, for example, most hospitality, 
the people are so kind and uh, this is a, like a big experience because the people think uh, the pilgrims hmm, going to the east, how it could be. No, I can say the people will help and the people are very uh, uh, proud if uh, some tourists are coming, if some hikers are coming. So it's like a really, really good practice to build bridges and to open your mind on the way when you go in this direction. That is absolutely beautiful. How wonderful. Does a pilgrim on the Jerusalem Way walk yes. at all in Christ's footsteps? In, in Jesus Christ? Yes. Yes. So the way is based uh, on a few parts. The one thing is uh, the historical roots, like historical roots of, for example, or especially of St. Paul. Many, many places we connected of St. Paul in minor Asia, in Greece, in Syria and so on, and all the countries, of course. And also, of course, when you come closer to the places in the Holy Land, we connected the places of, of Christ, of course, of Jesus. And for me, it was like very important to build, because I'm Christian, to build a way which is based on the Christian sites, but also connecting sites from like UNESCO heritage sites, like sites from Muslims, like to connect all this. But at the end of the way, you come from Jericho. It's the uh, deepest town and one of the oldest town in the world. And you're coming from the Dead Sea and Jericho up and you reach we are the mountain and the desert of Judea, the Mount of Olive. So this was very important for our, me and for our route that the pilgrim will come on foot to the Mount of Olives. Mm. And when you come to the Mount of Olives, I get now cold hair, mm. then you have a big, very special, like a holy feeling, and you stay on this little hill, and your view is to Jerusalem. Jerusalem is under your feet. So that was very important because, you know, Jesus had been the last days of his life there and he prayed there on the Mount of Olives and you had the great chance on the Jerusalem way to walk on some parts on footsteps where Jesus and the apostles had been really on their life. Mm. Oh, how fantastic. You mentioned that the people in Turkey were very kind to pilgrims. I wonder, Johannes, where do pilgrims stay? Um, well, first of all, I suppose you can't walk through Syria anymore. But where would where yes. would a pilgrim stay in places like Jordan or even Serbia, Kosovo? Where do you stay? Yeah, it, it's like how can I say? Um, the first thing is in the morning. You don't know where you will sleep in the evening, but you know that you will sleep on a good on a place that you will get something so this is the first thing you start in the morning and you know okay on the evening i will come to this city or to this village and there will find something so you sleep for example private if you have luck you sleep on a camping place for example you sleep in a hotel you sleep in a monastery if there is a monastery you sleep on a uh, in a tent if you have a tent so you sleep on every place and now we we built up a structure because in the last 10 years 
we not only built up the website and the Jerusalem way, as you told, is international peace and culture route and is the longest pilgrimage in the world. We also built up some structures that now we have in all countries some anchor points. And these some anchor points and some place for accommodations we have. And with each pilgrim, the way will grow up and will grow up. But of course, that is not, uh, it's not to, to compare with the St. James way, because St. James way is like, um, uh, how can I say, um, it's like a main street, you know, there, there you have all, you yeah. have all signs, you find all, you just have to walk. You can, you can close the eyes and walk, for example, not really, <laughs> but like kind of this. Yeah. And there it's, it's special. And so I say, like the way to Jerusalem is a pilgrimage in the original sign, in the original mind, like to to trust yourself, to be open, and to every day you will know really less, but you know that it will be good at the end. Mm. And so it's not that difficult. For example, like you told, in, in Europe till Greece, there were so many villages and small, sometimes small hotels or the small places. In Turkey, this was really difficult because sometimes it was nothing. Uh, nothing. So, for example, you walk 30 kilometers and there's just a small village. So, for us, I wrote this also in the book, we decide if we found nothing after 30, at least 40 kilometers, then we uh, stopped like a, a, it's called minibus. It's like a shared taxis that taxis drives in Turkey from the villages. Or we ask someone, then we go to the next uh, village, uh, search for some place, place to sleep, and on the next day we come back to the same place uh, where we stopped and yeah. we continued. And this was good because on this point we speak with, they spoke with the people. We told about the Hajj. The way to Jerusalem, it was like, wow, what you do, what you do, and on the next day we come back. So we walked all the way, and this was sometimes necessary, but not not really. Much. I think maybe ten times in the whole Turkey. All other, we found always something. And of course, if you have a tent, you don't need this. Then you can ask someone if you can place the tent there. Yeah, and so. You had when you walked. I know things are a little bit different now, and 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 you do a lot of organising for people. But did you carry a huge pack with tent and and everything? Yes. Yeah. So the backpack was about fifteen kilogram. Okay. And uh, plus the water, we take every day three. And if we know, okay, on this day. It seems there is no village on the way. Then we took till five or six liters water. So the backpack had on sometimes 20 kilo. So every time between 15 and 20 kilo had the backpack. And this was for me important because uh, of the water. I was on your website this morning, just finishing off my research. And I saw that you have your own credential, a book of stamps. Yes. How often does a pilgrim so, get a stamp on the Jerusalem Way? A lot of the towns wouldn't know of pilgrims and wouldn't know that you're on a pilgrimage. So how often do you get a stamp in your book? Yes. This, this, this work is, of course, in progress. So, for example, we have now 
uh, in in Austria on many or on some places like the stamps and in the other countries that it's like to go up we have a, f a few places in turkey but it, it's not like on the st james way that the people know that you come for the for the stamp it's like when you come for example to a monastery in Serbia, to a church in Hungary, to a church in Greece, then you ask there the priest if you have a stamp, and most time they have, then you get the stamp. And so it's like a kind of this. And in Turkey, you sometimes there were also some churches on the way, but of course, very, very less church, but some touristic sites and some others. So it's a kind of this. And the the stamps of Jerusalem way we have now just in Europe, you know, we are now built up this peace project and maybe this project to build up is a project for 100 years. <laughs> you know, we have, yeah. we, have 15, we have 15 countries on the main route between Spain and Jerusalem and now we have also federal routes like we have three Jerusalem routes like uh, uh, federal uh, federal ways in Germany, we had one uh, in Poland and in Slovakia. So it's like a network and the Jerusalem way built up a network of all the pilgrim ways to connect in to Jerusalem. Yeah. Oh, that's terrific. That's wonderful. I know that the COVID pandemic has made things very difficult um, in, yeah. the, in the last mm. year. But Johannes, the year before that, for instance, 2019, how many pilgrims would have walked the Jerusalem Way in before the pandemic? Do you think? Oh, oh, that's difficult to say. There is one thing: is uh, of course we didn't know all pilgrims because if somebody decide to walk to Jerusalem, some walk this for them uh, private. So they walk and nobody, just their family knows. So we uh -huh. didn't know that. But if we know somebody, like from the credentials, so I would say this is not much. Maybe, I don't know, in the year, oh, uh, let me think about maybe, maybe 20 people in the year, not more, right. who really... You really walk this long way, you know. But there were also people who walk paths. You can decide uh, to walk like a path. For example, you you walk from Austria to the uh, to Greece to the Mediterranean Sea. It would be a first path. It is about 1,500 kilometer. Or somebody decide ah they start in Roma and they cross by sea and walk just in Greece and then continue. So it's up to you. But we feel that it's growing, growing up. We have a, a, we made presentations for 10,000 of people and also we sold, I think, about 30,000 books and had some TV uh, presentations. And we thought the interesting is very big because all the people who walk the St. James Way are searching and they walk maybe two, three, four times St. James Way. But maybe they feel hmm, there could be more. And then we say, yes, try to walk to Jerusalem. Jerusalem is like the, the like, how can I tell, the, the main target. So the, the time is working for Jerusalem Way and we're doing not really a new thing. We reunite an old thing. We reunite the pilgrimage to Jerusalem. And Jerusalem was always the target for the Christians, you know, in the 
past in the in the in the Middle Age, it was not possible. Then Santiago and Roma was more you know, pushed, but the main target was always Jerusalem. And now we just do an old thing. We reunite the pilgrimage to Jerusalem and the James St. James Way is so important because this is the best preparing is if you did the St. James Way, then you are prepared for walking also to Jerusalem. <laughs> I'd love, oh boy, I'd love to do it. I, I, I'm certain that all my listeners are thinking, Dan wants to do this walk. <laughs> well, they're right. Hey, do you see great yeah. change in people who walk? Do you see them change before your eyes? Mm. I think that could be similar and uh, it's really difficult for me to 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 speak about this because I think this is a very private thing from the program, how they feel, how they how they change their mind. Mm. But of course, if you walk this way to Jerusalem, I think there will be so many, like I can tell, so many small things in your body, in your mind, that this journey will uh, lead and will be in you for the whole of your life. So if you walk to Jerusalem, uh, this is like you will have it always in your heart. And when you say, wow, once a day, I was really in Jerusalem and I was on foot in Jerusalem. This will give you power and 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 um, trust for your whole life in any situation. You say on your website, love, the most powerful force in the universe, penetrates, mm -hmm. illuminates everything and builds bridges between all people. I, I think, Johannes, the same can be said of pilgrimage. And you say, mm -hmm. pilgrims create openness to encounters, dismantle prejudices and fears and strengthen trust, basic trust. The supposed yes. boundaries between peoples and religions can be bridged by individuals with love and mutual respect. This is a great journey that you are on, isn't it? Yes, it's like uh, you, you say all these things, what is like our core messages on, on from our project, and it is. And, you know, at the end, uh, for me personally, of course, there is just one God in the world yeah. and with different People have different ways, so different religions. But at the end, every religion will remember us that there is a God and that we are all people a part of God. And so the love really built the bridges. And maybe you know this uh, sentence from Latin language, Deus est caritas, it means God is love. So God is love and we are a part of God. And so on. on uh, this is like the core message for all this project and we should not look in the on the people where they come what religion what culture we should look at that we build bridge between the people and don't care about which religion you have yeah wow i think that's so powerful um that message and if that is your motivation then that's a really wonderful thing i've got a couple more questions for you I saw on the website that you met the Pope. Yes, 
uh, <laughs> it was very special. Um, it was, I think, in seven years ago now, about this time, <clears throat> we had an audience with Bob Benedict. Uh, it was, um, yes, it was, I can, how can I say, it was also like all this journey, all this pilgrimage is like uh, guided, it's like, uh, sometimes I say it, it was prepared uh, by God because we had so, so many times luck and so many things was going hand in hand and also this. We got the news from the uh, Archbishop from Austria that we have the chance to get an audience by the Pope. And so we flew together with the Archbishop from Vienna, from Austria, Cardinal Schönborn, uh, to Roma. And there we got the audience. And not only this was special enough, it was the day in January and exact that day, which is like uh, in connection with St. Paul. And so on the day of St. Paul in January, I gave the book of the Jerusalem way on the footsteps of St. Paul the Pope. And so it was like organized in the universe, you know, it's like wow. that you get an audience and you give a book of uh, footsteps from St. Paul on the day of St. Paul to the Pope. It's like you cannot, it's like in Lotto, you can, yes, it was like unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> that is unbelievable. That's just a great story. And you started yeah. the, the interview when I asked you how this journey began. You said you had read Palo Coelho's book and you met him too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ah, you made a good research on the website. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yes, it's also... Like I told you, in 2001, I had uh, I read the book about Coelho, Paulo Coelho, and th- that was the beginning of the for me of the Saint James Way. And then uh, many many years later, we met him in Austria. He made a, a presentation. It was a uh, yes, he's very good connected with the monastery Melk in Austria. Melk is famous. It's one of the biggest uh, monastery in the world, and it's direct on the Jerusalem Way, for example. And there he had some some lectures, and we met him. And then after this official, we come together and we sat, I don't know, with a small group together till the night. And it was very special. This was our first contact to speak with him. And now the really special thing is, it's also special, like or also magical, like the audience with the Pope. Uh, David and me had been in Spain to do some advertising or uh, marketing for the Jerusalem way on the Camino. So we had been in Spain, put some markers of Jerusalem way with the Dorf on the Camino Santiago because from Finisterre to France we have. Yes, the same route, but of course in the other direction, to the east. Yes. And so we make, for example, it's also important, Ben, if you make a pilgrimage on the on the St. James Way, normal, the people need to go back from Finisterre also. Like when you start, for example, on the border in France, normal pilgrims need to go back and not fly back. Original pilgrimage need to go back. So we prepared the way back to, this is another thing, and... 
there we make a stop in a small village and we drank a coffee or something else in a in a tapas bar and then I saw a car was coming a black car and I don't know why but I just saw the number plate it was Switzerland and I get the feeling I don't know why ah a Swiss car this could be Paulo Coelho because I I know that he had a, a, a place in Genève in Genf. And this is also on the Jerusalem way. And but it was I don't know why I had the feeling this could be Coelho. It's like uh, yeah, it's like uh, a little stupid to think this. And then I was watching this car. And the car was parking and they're watching. The door was open and Paulo Coelho was getting out of the car. It was like, <laughs> now I felt, I felt cold. I felt cold in my whole body. And I was watching him and he was coming exact to the bar where we drank the coffee. And then I remembered him, if he can remember about me. And then, yes, uh, we met us in Austria. And then we spoke, I don't know, maybe half an hour or one hour together. He was there with his wife because there was a, a opening of pilgrimage in Santiago and he was invited like uh, to be the, the protected man for this opening in Santiago and he made a rest there and he go in the same the same small village in the same small tienda in the bar and there we drank the coffee and we spoke and now it was really special to tell you this tell you this he told me yes he knew that the Jerusalem and the pilgrimage to Jerusalem is so important and that he would like to write a book about uh, pilgrimages to Jerusalem and he would like to make research in Syria and so on. But it was a time of war and he told me it's not difficult, but this is one thing he would like to do. And at the end, on the way, to finish this conclusion, we stand together. I had the great chance that I signed him a book from the Jerusalem. So I, the small, very small author from Austria, signed the book, the great author of, of uh, the world. I gave him a book of the Jerusalem way. And then we stand together and we prayed the Lord's prayer together. We reached our hands and this was uh, our, our meeting in Spain. <laughs> That's great. That's yeah. so great. That's just fantastic. I've, yes. I, I want to just ask you one more question. What do you hope to see in the years to come with the Jerusalem Way? You you talked about the dove. And, uh, you know, the shell is the symbol of the St. James Way. And we were searching for a symbol for the Jerusalem Way. And, uh, of course, we could use like some some symbols of the religion, symbols of the Jewish, symbol of the Muslims, symbols of the Christian, but that would be not good because you you make a border to people who have no religion. Yeah. And so we decide to take the Dove of Peace. Of course, in the Dove of Peace, we have Christianity culture, you know, like Abraham and uh, Abraham, you, you know, like the, 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 how can I tell in English, the, the bird who was coming back to the ship and from sure. the Holy Land with yeah. the olive tree in, in the mouth. That is one thing from the Christian. Another thing is that the dove, of course, is a symbol for the Holy Ghost in the Christianity. So we have, of course, Christianity in, inside, but more than that, 
the dove of peace or the dove is a universal symbol for peace. People in all countries, in all continents know a dove is the symbol for peace. For example, when you come to Palestine, for example, there is a big wall and on the wall is a big dove of peace. So every people know this. And also I hear that once a day in the in the in Asia, in some parts of Asia, is the dove a symbol for the woman part of God. So this is really the universal uh, sign to connect and the, the best sign for the way to Jerusalem is the Dove of Peace. Hmm. So if I walk um, from Austria to Jerusalem, say, for instance, I've, I start to follow, or no, how can I ask that? So you hope one day to have the Dove of Peace just like the the shell for the Camino to Santiago. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. So what does the future hold? What do you see in the future for the Jerusalem Way? Yeah. Uh, how can I say it? Uh, we, uh, we now uh, try to, to finish the development of the route. So for example, with the last years, we finished all the GPS for about 8,000 kilometers. So the pilgrims now, if you would like to walk, it's more easy because we connected all the historical places and we tried to find routes, off-road routes or the calm routes. So now it's very easy. And also in the big cities, it was very important for me, for example, if this is Belgrade or Izmir, it's the antique Smyrna. They have three million people in Turkey or Adana or other important cities. We made also not only the way direct in the center, we connected with the GPS to all the historical places or in Amman also. And so and this is very important. Otherwise, you will not find or you will don't know these places. So now we have the GPS. That is very important. This is very important for the future. And also in all countries are some stickers with stuff of peace in some countries less, in some countries more. And this is growing up by pilgrims also because some pilgrims who walk get in contact with us and we gave them a few stickers. And so he or she have the great opportunity to be a part of the way. If he stick, he know yeah. on this place I, I sticked the dove and another pilgrim who come will find it. So the pilgrims are connected together and the pilgrims help together to build up the Jerusalem way. So for the future, we see maybe, not now, but maybe, I don't know the, how many years it will be that the pilgrimage to Jerusalem will really be uh, uh, maybe so big or maybe bigger, uh, like so famous as the St. James way. We, we know this, but it will be, of course, not in 10 years, it will take time. But the Jerusalem, we have so much power and it will be at the end of the world, uh, at the end of the day, it will be the, the uh, longest uh, peace way in the world. Well, I think it's a wonderful story. I'd love to do it. 7,500 kilometers is probably beyond most people's perspective, but it appeals to me. <laughs> I think it's fantastic. Um, and walking through some of the most beautiful landscape in the world. 
thank you so much for your scholarship and the passion for what you do. Um, walk on, Johannes. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, and buen camino to you. Yes, buen camino and ultrea and blessings for all the pilgrims. Thank you. My guest this week, Johannes Aschauer from Austria and that website, jerusalemway.org. Confucius said, if I am walking with two others, each of them will serve as my teacher. I will pick out the good points of the one and imitate them and the bad points of the other and correct them in myself. Imagine the conversations over 7,500 kilometers, a journey from Finisterre to Jerusalem. Bring it on. As I said, you can find Johannes and his work at jerusalemway.org. Thanks for your company this week and every week until our paths cross again. I'm Dan Mullins. Buen Camino. Somewhere along the way, somewhere